is a podcast on the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com. Salutations, toppers, and welcome to our first ever According To mini-episode. Today we're featuring an excerpt from Listening to America, an illustrated history of words and phrases from our lively and splendid past. So, according to Listening to America, Ambulance was first recorded in English in 1819. It comes from the French Hopital Ambulant literally, walking hospital. Latin, ambulare, to walk, which also gives us ambulatory. And was an early form of the Army Mobile Field Hospital. During the Crimean War from 1854 to 1856, the English began using the term to refer not to such a mobile field hospital, but to a covered wagon or cart for carrying the wounded from the battlefield and the word then soon entered civilian use, to mean any special vehicle for rushing the sick or wounded to a hospital. In World War I, U.S. troops rather macabrely called a battlefield ambulance a meat wagon. For a while, ambulance had an even more general meaning in America. From the late 1850s until the early 1900s, we used it to mean any large wagon, such as a prairie schooner, or a dotary wagon, a mule-drawn or horse-drawn ancestor of our modern camper, having doors in the sides, transverse seats that could be converted into beds, and canvas sides that rolled up and down. After emergency ambulances came into being, it took only about 40 years for a small-time lawyer who chased them, in order to find accident victim claims, to be called an ambulance chaser, in 1897. Calling lawyers by derogatory names was not new. We had called an aggressive, greedy lawyer a shyster since 1843, and a glib criminal lawyer a mouthpiece since 1857. Our most interesting term for a lawyer is a Philadelphia lawyer from 1788, referring to one who is a master at discussing and using the fine points or technicalities of the law. Some say the term is merely from the prominence of Philadelphia lawyers in early America, but the first Philadelphia lawyer to be honored with this title was probably the distinguished colonial lawyer Andrew Hamilton of Philadelphia, who, in 1735, successfully defended German-born printer and editor John Peter Zinger against the British government in New York after two local New York lawyers who came to Zinger's defense had been barred from the case by the pro-British judge. Zinger had been imprisoned by Governor William Crosby for seditious libel in his attacks on the governor and the crown in his anti-administration New York Weekly Journal. Hamilton argued that if Zinger's statements were true, then they were not libelous. He won the right to use this defense before the jury, then convinced it that Zinger's statements were true. The jury's not guilty verdict was, of course, a landmark decision in American law, and that Philadelphia lawyer, Andrew Hamilton, had gained a major victory 
for freedom of the press. All right, toppers, that's going to do it for today's According To episode. Until next time, toppers, thanks for tuning in. Toodaloo! from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.